Yo, yo, yo. yo. <laughs> we in up, the yo? building. We're, We're kicking back, it 316, man. and we are here. We missed you all. We got a great show lined up. Let's go around and introduce ourselves, starting with, with, with my man with the worship hat on. Go ahead. Let the folk know who you are. It's your boy, G.O. from the bottom. Guy put his glasses on. <laughs> all the, can't see nothing. All the way from the 305. What's going on, peoples? Auntie, I see you, Sister Alberry. Davis, I see you, Auntie. Crystal, Sis, I see you. Shout outs. <laughs> Shout outs. Out the real. Up the All right. All right. Go it's ahead, Mike. It's your boy Ted, aka Anthony, aka AJ, whatever. But you know, man, we here in Orlando, Florida. Beautiful, hot, humid Orlando, Florida. Um, but we have to be back, man, for another night of kicking in 316. See, we doing AK, aka, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know, so so here I am, Menace Croc Kicks, aka. Shade of Filet, a.k.a. Pastor Shay, a.k.a. Butter, 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 a.k.a. Shay Butter. What it is. I can't do the Tallahassee. I can't do the Tallahassee roll. Butter. Listen, y'all, man, we're having a great time, man. And we're excited, man. We got an exciting show lined up for you. Um, but before we dive into our topics, if you all would please do us a favor, do us a solid, man. It really helps us out. I don't know how if you know how much it helps us out, but if you could please hit that share button and that like, it really, really helps us out. Also, when you get a chance, if you haven't already, please subscribe over on our YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. It's the same name, every place, kicking it 316. Kicking it 316 over on our YouTube. We need to grow that platform. Um, let's go also ahead. That too, just very quickly, when you go, like, subscribe. Also, click that bell. It's a little bell on the right-hand side. Ding. Notification bell. Let you know when we upload a new video. So you don't want to miss that. So please, y'all do that for us. All right, man. Geo, man, let's get it started with these shoes, man. This, these, these shoes, man. Uh, first, man, it was a, there was a release uh, this weekend on Saturday, man. The Jordan 1 Retro High OG Light Smoke Gray. Oh, they, they were released $170. I heard a lot of people were sweating bullets over this pair of shoes. Mm-hmm. I slept well because I went ahead and copped it Friday. I went ahead, uh, spent a little more on the shoe. Um, I bought it resale price on Goat. I'm not with. I'm not messing with StockX anymore. No more StockX. Um, no more StockX. Cancel StockX. The wait time is too long. And so, man, I'm I'm excited, man. I'm waiting for the shoe, man. I've been tracking it. It's on its way to be verified, you know. So what I'm excited. What y'all don't know about about Crockett is that this man he did, he is not a one fan. So the fact that he went after them, that's like his second pair. He must, he must really be feeling it because whenever but, I whenever yeah. I talk about one, she's like, eh, I'm, I'm good, bro. But can I be he honest with you? Them? Can I be honest with you? Like Crockett is such a good poker face player. I'm like, man, I can't get this shoe because it's gonna come out on Saturday, and we know we don't purchase on the Sabbath. My man didn't say not a word. I didn't even know you could get it. <laughs> I didn't even know you could get it on Friday. So my man went ahead and he paid that resale. I would have paid the resale for it too, man. But now it's like the, the, it's out, sold out, and uh, hey, I caught it out. Hey, yeah. we got it. Hey. The thing about it, man, is what y'all don't understand, man, is when we're off the air, everybody's flexing on each other, man. We are. Gio be flexing. He got them hairs, man. I said I wish I, I top, missed on top the hairs, 20, man. Top 10. 
Six. Uh, let's go. Let's yeah, go. We'll let's talk go. about that later. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Faction, man. So I, I had to tuck one in. I had to tuck mine's in, you know, <laughs> um, and copped it Friday. Um, I, I looked at it and I realized I wasn't going to be able to get it anyways. And afterwards, there weren't going to be any pairs left. So why not? So I took my shot. And uh, I'm 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 ready for it, man. I, I looked I looked at the suede on that joint. The the Nike's check looks like it's a black suede. suede it is, it's it over is, all I'm the overlays is suede. Everything's I'm, butter. I'm feeling it. I'm Welcome feeling it. Welcome to the ones family, bro. Yeah, yes sir. Hey, yes, well, you know hey. I got them pine greens also, yeah, but yeah, I'm but feeling know, I'm feeling the one movement, man. You know, you know, so, I know where you stay though. You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying. I know where you, you stay. Do. You know. I got I. I got that wet works too. No, nope, but come on, we fa <laughs> family. You, you can't do that to your family, though. Come on. All right, let's go. <laughs> All right. Yo, uh, so so I don't know about y'all, but uh, I think we talked about it before, but those uh, Jordan 11 low cement yeah, IEs yeah. are coming out. They pushed them back. They're supposed to come out, I think, last week. Push them back to the 16th. Uh, I, so this this is the dilemma. I don't think a lot of people really want them, but I think the problem, the problem is that people don't have access to stores. So they're just picking up everything online. So I'm I'm torn. I think these are going to sell out. I don't think they're going to be like, you know, sell out in the first five seconds. But I am I think they're going to sell out online. Yeah. I think they are, I, too. I they're reselling, they're reselling for 170 so it's not a bad price. I, I think anything that's 11-related and, and cement-related, I mean, these are some, I mean, I, mm -hmm. I don't know. So I, I don't like them personally. Like, like Croc Kicks will tell you, when it comes to my 11s, I like them high. Can't deal with them low. But, hey, somebody else's speed, let's go, you know? You know, I, I received I received that. Uh, Geo, man, we got that that, that Jordan mm. Six, man. Quake. Yeah, that you know, Quake. you know, th th by far my favorite shoes is Jordan What's Six. Up, they they have shouts out to Miss Barber. <laughs> we have those six, and uh, you know, I, I love them. This is the Quay Fifty Four. You got the purple mm. palette. You got this F Florida Seminole palette. Let me show you how it looks. This the Seminole oh. palette, and. Um, I, I I don't know I don't know I don't know we'll see what happens who who gets to cop them they're coming out on the twenty fifth someone say it's payday now when are they coming out they coming out on the um I'm sorry on the eighteenth right on the eighteenth yeah four payday you can't get them four payday brother uh, so 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 well you so, can if you want to but yeah. they gonna bust your head <laughs> yes, sir. I think right now they're going I, I don't want to say but because uh, I'm not hundred percent sure but they busting heads right now yeah they are. They are, they are, they are. So, yeah, yeah. And, you know, as always, until the perpetrators are put in handcuffs, our energy is going to be as hard as ever. And we're not going to relent. We're going to keep saying her name. Justice for Breonna Taylor. Like, real talk. It's been too long now, you know? They've, they've made, they've passed legislations. You know, they've had memorials. People have had held vigils. But it's time to have justice, you know? Don't don't give us what you think we want. Give us justice. Yeah. yeah. I mean, also, man, we got to add to that too. Um, Elijah McCain, man, his 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 his, his perpetrator still out there too, man. I mean, That's yeah. real. That's real. We can't we can't stop. I know it's hard to keep going, keep going, keep going, but we can't stop until you know justice. <laughs> Doctor Martin, Hannah, what's going on, sir? Good to see you. Oh, professor wow. from the seminary. Yes, sir. Very very uh, spirit led and, and and one of the deepest brothers in the denomination. For sure. Oh, got a lot of nuggets in his classes, man. Kendall, Kendall says Shay probably got them on pre-order. <laughs> yeah, he, he, yeah, he does. Nah, that pre-order, that price is too steep, man. But uh man, I don't know if y'all saw, man, but I think it was the mayor of, of Louisville. He was holding a press conference, man, and out of nowhere, 
this protest began in the middle of his speech, man. Uh, and uh, the crowd started saying, "Fire, fire, ginger, fire, man." Wow. It was it, it was timely. It was it was it was great. Yeah. And, I think I'm man, my. That, man. People, people are. I'm telling you, something is happening, man. People are tired. People are yeah. tired of being sick and tired. I think, I think something's gonna happen, man. What, what don't let up, to... guys. Let's continue to, to keep that pressure. Yeah, Definitely. man. I don't know if y'all. I don't know if y'all been been aware, but man, there's something going on here in Orlando, man. Okay. Some, some, something big going on in Orlando. Okay. Okay. We call it the bubble. Have y'all heard about the bubble? Oh yeah, uh, yeah, 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 this, this, yeah, this yeah, bubble, yeah, this story yeah. about the bubble. Is is are, is the magic even in the bubble? Yeah, we I made think, it. We I made think it. They had to add them. No, don't do that. Don't do it. Yeah, listen, listen. listen. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Y'all not gonna just do that right now, okay? <laughs> no, we're playing host. I got the wrong hat on. I thought I had my magic hat on, but definitely we are in the bubble, and we are. I think we're. I mean, besides the point, we were going to be in the playoffs for two years in a row now. So we, we're making we're making moves, but so go, just. A little bit about the background that for those who don't know. So the NBA has decided to continue the season. Um, it's going to start, I believe, August 1st. And it's going to go through October. Mm-hmm. Um, the bubble is at Worldwide Sports here in Orlando. What they've done is everybody that comes in there. So we have a good buddy of ours, John Scott, who works for um, TNT. NBA TNT. NBA yeah, TNT. And so him and a couple other, like several, you know, news reporters, people like that, they've been in the bubble for, I think, 14 days. So mm-hmm. it is. They come in there for 14 days, and they have to be quarantined. They're not just quarantined in the bubble. They were quarantined in their room. In their room, yeah. For 14 days. The only time they were allowed out of, the, out of their room to go was to go get tested, then to go back to their room. All the food was delivered there. The players just started arriving last week, and they have to be, I think, quarantined for four days, something like that. Um, and so what it is supposed to try to keep get everybody in there, keep everybody you know in there, make sure everybody's COVID free. And then run the NBA's uh, an abbreviated second part of the NBA season to go to playoffs in the finals. Um, it's it's crazy. There have been reports. Um, you know, players have been posting videos. Um, J.R. Smith was, I think, the most recent one under fire because he was saying how how bad the food was and <laughs> coverage there and everything. Um, and it's just, I think, I think what what really brought him under fire for that that people people are like some of these NBA players are 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 tone deaf. To the sufferings of other people. Some people would love to have the food that they have. I know they're not. Right. Used to yeah. I know they used to have filet mignon and everything, but it's, just, right. it's, it's like that whole fire uh, festival thing. But my, my point, my my problem is though, with this bubble is my question is, um, is it is it are we putting health above? Are we putting safety of health above profit? You know, um, mm. not only not only above profit, but people are going to be complaining about food, especially if they feel as though their safety and and their wherewithal is not being taken care or put into consideration. And then to add to that, a lot of these players, most of them who are African-Americans, are probably not even in the right headspace to be in Orlando to play a sports game. It is, I mean, it's, it's their career, but at the same time, it's also sports. And um, I, I don't know if, if they're in the right headspace to do that with everything that's going on in our country, with the temperature being what it is. And yeah. so, you know, I, I get it. I, kind of, I I get it. I do. My, my, my biggest issue is just, man, um, I currently have a friend of mine, a really close friend of mine. Um, like I shared with you all um, on last week, I have some friends that have COVID-19. And this particular friend, man, he tried his hardest to get tested. Mm. Like, and to this day, he has yet, well, recently he was able to get tested, but only because he knew somebody who was a paramedic. 
mm. who who could kind of look out and take him to a site. He went online in the early in the morning, in the middays. There was no sites available, but yet we have an abundance of tests for the bubble. I mean, right? they get tested daily. Daily. Yeah. Right. Tests that are, right now, college football is getting ready to, to prepare to be played. And I'm an avid college football fan, um, but they're going to have to test test these kids daily. I mean, on a weekly basis, at least. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about every football team has about 100 kids on their on they team. Mm-hmm. Right. And so we have all these tests going to sports and there are people literally who have COVID-19 who want to find out if they're still positive or not. Or people who have symptoms and want to find out if they have COVID-19 and they can't get their hands on the test. So I just I just think, man, something is off uh, when we will stockpile and store and provide tests for the abundance for sports and there are people in society who literally cannot get tested. It's, I think it goes even deeper than that. We, we get into, into what we've experienced in this country forever. Classism. So the rich get richer and the poor get poorer. Um, the reason why these athletes um, are able to go continue to get tested because the NBA poured $150 million into the bubble. Mm. So when you, when, you have, when you have access to funds, you mm. have access to, to health, you have access Top to notch. The food, you have access to everything else, and this, and to me, this goes to where the federal government has failed the the, the citizens of the United States of America, because number one, we already know 55 minus 10 wants to stop testing. <laughs> he believes that somehow testing reveals the reality. More people, but the, the point is, people have it without the test. So, number one, that's the problem. We have no leadership in this thing, and then we have governors throughout the country. Who aren't taking it seriously and so they're not doing anything to provide testing for the less than so people who have money can always find a way to get tested but if you don't have money you gotta hope something yeah. free pops up um, oh you hope walmart or somebody's doing a free when the convention center here in orlando does them if not you know it, like i said it just goes back to classism where the rich get richer and the poor, poor get poor joe, joe shirley joe shirley asked a question uh have we taken into consideration that maybe the, the nba's pain for the test and, and again i think joe that's what ted was saying yeah that's what i'm saying this is he's saying even if the nba is paying for it the fact that they're that money is able to move heaven and earth for them to have access to this test and then we have individuals who cannot have access to this test because they don't have money right. is is a concern um and and like again, i said 150 million for three months that they poured into the bubble and that includes it not only the testing but they also have this this fancy they wear, um, they have this chip that they have to carry around on them. Right. Yeah. And if they get within six feet of somebody, the chip beep, 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 and just keep making noise. So they have the funds to invest in these things. Whereas me and you, normal people, we don't, we don't have access to those things. But those things should be, I think, should be readily available. The government, for, for the government has the funding to provide. Oh, of course. Well, the, of course so but that's, but I think that's, but, but, but has, I think what. But go ahead. Hey, uh, I think what case. you know, Joe Shirley saying is accurate. You know, we do live in a in, in a society, uh, uh, um, economy where it's cap. You know, it's pretty much a capitalist economy. So if you have the money for it, you have every right to be able to purchase it. But I, I, it's just it's a crying shame that we are taxpayers, and as a taxpayer who is facing a pandemic, mm. and you know you have symptoms. Um, or you've been exposed to COVID-19 and then what's supposed to be the wealthiest nation 
in the world. Mm-hmm. You can't get tested. It's, yeah. That's that's it's bad. It's, it's, the but, optics of that does not look good. Listen, we, we, we're we're down in July, about to be in August. The fact that we're still having testing issues, and I don't care what anyone anyone wants to say. The reality of it all is, we are experiencing under at the ground level testing issues. Um, is is to be of concern. Um, someone put it this way in terms of just uh, you know the, the fear of testing as it relates to the increase of positivity uh, of positive uh, cases. Um, someone said, I think it was one of the anchors. She said, you know, um, whether she get te- if she, when she was pregnant, whether she got tested or not to figure out whether or not she was pregnant. Nine months into that pregnancy, a baby was born, right? And so mm-hmm. the reality of it all is, whether you test someone or not. People are sick. People are infected, and eventually, either they're going to become uh, people who transfer that that virus, or they themselves are going to, uh, you know, have some horrendous um, uh, effects uh, if they are symptomatic. And then, if they're asymptomatic, um, I think that's even more dangerous because you don't know what's going on. And 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 in terms of just being around your own family, being around your own coworkers, um, that can prove to be problematic as well. So. Um, but kudos to the NBA. They got the they got the bread for it. Why not? Mm. I want to I, I want to say I, I see uh, Justin posted a, a a great point, man. Why is Disney World open, man? We, we live. But, you said it. We live in a capitalistic society, and so therefore, I mean, and it's twofold. It's twofold. Spiking. It's, but it's twofold. It's they want to make money, but also, and it's it's just easy to forget. There are people who are dependent on that Disney salary. Of course, of course. They, they, I mean, live. so the economy has a, to be worked out. A, I yeah, mean, it's a delicate. It's a delicate. It is very. It is very delicate. I mean, it would be nice. It would be nice if, 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 and I, and and I'm saying this as a as a, as a business owner. It'd be nice if you could just pay everybody's bills. We could pay their salary without making any money. Um, that's not the reality. That's but, not the reality. That's but, not that's how. Real. That's real. While we're on this subject, can we can we move to ma- to mask or not to mask? Yes, sir. To mask or not to mask. Good. And and, and, and 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 I like the energy that we had just a while ago with the bubble. Maybe we can keep the same energy. I just don't get it. I, I don't get how wearing a mask has become a political football to be punted. And I'm not here to speak mm-hmm. politics. I mean, I, I I get everyone's trying to get elected or what whatnot. They want to speak to their bases, but we're talking about. I mean, scientifically proven data that suggests that mask wearing can can mitigate the effect of this coronavirus. Why not just wear it? Like, what what's the deal, guys? What's going on? Well, I'll say I'll say once again, I feel like, I mean, I know it's it's as cut and it seems as cut as dry as 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 you know, today is Monday, um, but. I think it's also complex in the sense that the moment you say or mandate you got to wear masks, there are certain businesses that are automatically going to be hit financially. Mm -hmm. You have people who aren't going to be able to provide for their families. And once again, I want to point back that the government has failed us. Once again, I want to say the government has failed us. It's a crying shame that here it is. We are what, four? almost five months into this pandemic mm-hmm. and we've gotten what a $1,200 check, you know, mm-hmm. um, we've been, some of us have been paying taxes, um, for 
20 years, 30 years, 40 years. Mm -hmm. And what are you getting back? Mm -hmm. you, you've been paying into this nation for years and years and years. And when you need the nation the most, there's there's no funds available, not enough funds available. Oh. Um, and so I think that's part of it. The economy definitely takes a hit. Um, lives are impacted the moment you say wear a mask. Having said that, I do believe that we should there should be a mask mandate. But I think the government should do more for and, the service industry and other people who are infected, uh, impacted by by that. My cousin, I think, says it, a good point. There are people he's out, he's up there in Utah. So he, he, he gets that really well. That there are people that don't want the government telling them what to do. They are afraid of martial law. And I get that. I mean, that's a valid point as well. But again, I don't know that you should even have to mandate it. I think it should just be common sense, out of common courtesy. Listen, mask, uh, I think it was just someone said masket or casket, really are really just two kinds of, of, of different I mean polarities yeah. uh, and these are two these are these are two real realities like mask it or casket yeah but and I think I think Kwani Kwani just made a good point to to to, mm -hmm. to combat that we are required to wear a seatbelt if yeah. you want a seatbelt you get a ticket yeah we are required to carry uh uh insurance for our cars if you carry insurance for your car you get in trouble we are required to do a lot of things the government tells us to do a lot of things and we do them it's not like it's not like we just where we just do what we want to do. I mean, there are a lot of things that we have to do. If not, we suffer some type of consequence for them. The problem is with this, if I if I ride down the street and don't wear a seatbelt, I'm only harming myself. Yeah. But but if I walk into a room of people and I don't wear a mask, I have the ability to harm everybody in that room. So so I think that this is a little bit more. It's a little bit more more necessary. If we can if we yeah. can tell people they got to wear seatbelts, they got to carry insurance for their cars, then we should. I mean, I don't. AJ, AJ, I think Joe said it best. So, so we using seatbelt, but you just use traffic laws. It's like, like kind of like the the red lights. You know, if we pull up, if we don't stop at a red light, you go, you, you eventually going to rear end somebody in front of you, or you're going to get into an accident, right? And so mm -hmm. people see uh, and feel the sense of urgency to follow that law, right? So it's not necessarily mandated. You don't have police officers making you stop at red lights is is up to the individual to make that decision but at the end of the day we understand that not making a correct decision will cause you to have uh, severe adverse effects right you can die in an accident you can you know eventually they have cameras you get a ticket in the mail so on and so forth so um again i don't know that we have to necessarily have a special unit to enforce that but i do think that common sense should come in and people should realize the necessity of wearing masks, especially yeah. in this problem. Dr. Hannah says, I want to, I, I, always yeah, Dr. Hannah says, um, part of the problem is a spirit of anti-science. Hmm. To some extent, this is a political problem. And to some extent, it is a theology problem. Uh, it is our theology pro is, is our theology pro-science or anti-science? That's a very good question. Mm. And I feel like I'm sitting back in class with Dr. Wow. Hannah. And I'm gonna and, and like I did in class, Elder, I'm gonna go ahead and punt that to somebody else. Uh maybe a Ted wow. or Croc Kicks. But that's a very good question. Is our theology anti-science or 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 um uh let me yeah. see a, a pro-science? And and I think to I mean it it, it depends. I mean it, well you tell us about hermeneutics, it, it depends on your hermeneutics, I I, I believe. Like um, when it comes down to theology, is our theology anti-science? I believe that God created science. I believe that 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 God's creation, within the laws that 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 are within His creation, are the laws of science. 
And so you can't negate that. You can't negate, you know, uh, gravity. You can't negate the laws of physics. And so at the end of the day, I think that, you know, it depends on how you see uh, God and science. Um, and, I, and I know that probably doesn't answer your question, Dr. Hannah, but um, I'm going to I'm going to do what you used to do. I'm going to answer your question by giving you another question. Uh, how do people see God and science being yeah. intertwined? Yeah, I think I think um, I take my shot at this. I think for many Christians um, and for many that are in the faith practice that all three of us are in, um, because we are Bible and Bible alone. Um, um, you know, um, I believe that we discredit what science says. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you st- stated, George, I mean, theology is a science. Actually, if I'm remembering correctly, it was the first science, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and so I believe that we have to use common sense. You know, and understand that you can have we can have faith and still realize that cancer is real. Mm-hmm. Right. We can have faith and realize folk have literally have diabetes and, you know, the common cold and all these things. And so, unfortunately, I think we allow our faith practice or our beliefs to to cause us to literally just turn a blind eye to, to the to realities science. around us. I mean, science. you, you I, I, hit on the crock here, so I think it's. Faith versus facts. Yeah. And a lot of times we 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 boot out facts because I have this faith, I have this faith that this is gonna happen. I, I have this hope, I have this belief that this is gonna happen. When facts are telling us that if I don't do something, regardless of what my faith is, if I don't do something the right way, then facts are gonna prove out that something bad is gonna happen. It doesn't matter what my faith is. If facts are telling me this is gonna happen, then I have to I have to I have to become rational in my thinking. And 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 I think that takes us even deeper because people always say faith isn't a rational way of thinking, mm-hmm. and I and I agree with that. But at the same time, you have to you have to be able to intertwine facts with faith, and if you don't, you're gonna you're gonna be stuck. I mean, uh, and I just need to say this, man. I have a friend, man. I told you all about this individual. He uh, had COVID. He has COVID nineteen. He was on a ventilator, and today I missed his phone call, man. I looked down on my phone. I had a missed call from this individual. Man, I'm like, man, did somebody get his phone or is this him? I called him. He didn't answer. He calls me back. Man, I'm jumping up and down. I'm excited, man, that my boy is off of the vent. And, you know, I understand, like, we're we're strong in our faith and faith is key, man. But clearly it was the prayers of the righteous here that availed much. Yeah. Like, God literally saved this man um, from 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 certain death. But, you know. But- but but I, I, so uh, Joe talks about faith and works, and I and, and I agree. Um, I, I mean, my experience has been I had right, right before we went to lockdown, I had I had a member. I have multiple churches, so you won't know which church this is coming from. I had, <laughs> had a member uh, who says, you know, uh, diseases don't fall on the righteous. Uh, you know, I, I said I said okay. <laughs> I said, I said <laughs> and, and again, it goes back to your theology. It goes back to your theology, and and does, is your theology anti-science? Okay, we talk about uh, in Psalms. It talks about a thousand will fall at your side, ten thousand to the right, to your to your right, and and it won't come near you. So some people feel that way, and that's their theology. But what they have to understand is that it, although this is the theology, there's also a reality, right? That that diseases and viruses are real, and and every Christian 
that had i mean people that christians die every day of diseases right and it doesn't make that it doesn't make them any less righteous and so i think we have to find some kind of balance and um yeah it's 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 one of those things where you just gotta uh make sure that you 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 understand faith and how and how it goes joe shirley says i just got over it it is no joke i thought i was going to die Mm. on day six had to go to the er and that's 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 my um, cause I talked to my friend today, that's the same sentiments I had. Like, this is no joke. Yeah. And, and, and I was reading a Facebook post this week of somebody who was frustrated because their source of income was completely shut off. Mm. And I'm very sympathetic to that because yeah. I have, we all have friends that are in the, in similar situations. Um, but then as we, and that's why I want to point back to the government has failed us. Yeah. Um, but if you just poll individuals who are working in these ERs, or in these ICUs, these physicians and these nurses and these technicians, and the individuals who are sent into these rooms to clean them afterwards, ask mm. them what they think about masks. Mm. And they would tell you they wish everybody would wear masks and stay home, right? Mm. Because this thing is real. It is taking lives. And even if it doesn't take your life, you, you can spread it to somebody and take theirs. Yeah, Dr. Martin, he's, he's just giving us all this, all these... Uh... These gems in a pandemic, faith without a mask is a deadly presumption. Presumption, mm. I agree. I agree. I then we, we need we need to, we need Dr. Hannah on on the show, man. Dr. Hannah, yeah, we need to bring him on. Definitely, we, I would love to have him on and he can talk about science versus faith. Can we go to the next one? I I, I think. Listen, we don't want to. We this is going to be a touchy subject. Um, I mean. Um, but not really. I think yeah. the way I think the way I think the way it's worded can be. But can be. I, I think it's going to be fine. All right. So here it is. I want to make the statement, and this is my personal belief, and and I think that we can debate that. Okay, black lives, <laughs> black lives. In order for black lives to matter, okay. Let me put it this way: black lives. Get it right. Okay. I got. I got. I got. I got it. If, as, a, right now? <laughs> as a community, if black lives don't matter to us, if all, if, I can't say all, if black lives don't matter to us, then black lives won't matter to them. Okay. And I say this to say that uh, the outrage uh, as it relates to police brutality is warranted. You know, these are people that are funded through tax, um, uh, tax dollars and funds, and they're paid to protect and to serve. And there is no excuse for any kind of of, of inappropriate behavior, especially <laughs> when there is uh, uh, Ayana's already answering my my my. my this, can I finish, Ayana? Come on, sis, let me finish. And so, um, so here it is. I have an and issue. And I already know what you're about to say. Yeah, I have an I issue. I, I, I have an issue with this past weekend. We have some babies getting shut down in crossfires, right? We had, a, we had a young girl shut down at the Wendy's down in Atlanta. We had a, another one in New York, one years old, shut down. Oh, we just lost um, three people. <laughs> and so, <laughs> and so, and so, uh, my question is: Do as a community, do we have a responsibility to 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 hold ourselves accountable? Now we're going to hold the police accountable for sure, and we're going to keep doing that. The energy is never going to go down. But do we have? A responsibility to also keep ourselves accountable uh, I, in that regard. And I think, and I think, if that's what you said out of the gate, 
I don't think you would have had the nose. No, but right? I, but, but I, I, think I wanted to say that so very hot yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah, and definitely. the way things are worded, it matters. And the reason why I'll say this is because I be, I agree with your the last statement you said. You don't, I don't, push you don't agree against with, the beginning of it. You don't agree. The, we don't agree. You don't agree with the first one that if if we don't no. care that no one should that they, no, they because, won't care either because races are going to be racist regardless. Okay, I agree. Races actually are excited that we're killing ourselves. That's why guns are, are available uh, the way they are. That's why they piped in drugs in the '60s into mm -hmm. our communities. That's why on every corner in the hood you'll see get you'll see a liquor store. You see a chicken place. Check like, cashing. That's like loan sharks you know mm. you see that stuff because that's exactly what they want us to do but regardless of what they want us to do as a community we should value our lives also right and 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 we know we know black crime black people commit crimes against black people white people commit crimes proximity. against white people proximity. and vice versa mm. cause so of proximity I think, I think i think that we need to have the same energy we have for our communities and black on black crimes as we do for racism. Right. We need the same energy because the purpose is to save our lives. But races are going to be racist anyway. It's not going to stop that. Yeah. And, and Joe, I don't think I, I don't if I if I came off as, as saying that we don't care. I don't, I don't think that's what I was saying. I'm saying that we need to have we, we need to we need to ride for our own community as well. It, it hurts me to see a parent and, you know, I have a young t a son. It hurts me to see he's two years old for someone to die at one year of age um, to senseless gun violence, I think is 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 should enrage us. It should enrage us. And um and, mm. and again, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. He, 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 uh -oh. got the people fired up. Bro. Uh, they, Crystal, they, 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 they are. Crystal, come up. Hey, listen. Hold on. This is an opinion. This is an opinionated show. Someone has to be for and against. And I took the short straw, so I'm, I'm for. So help me, help me, please. Argue so the right. It, it wasn't no straws. So <laughs> this, is your, this is your view, hey, bro. Go, so go, go ahead, AJ. This is why I think it needs. We, we we have to we have to speak up for our for our for the less than we have to speak up for mm -hmm. the less than if it comes to police brutality if it comes to, okay. to young kids being killed we have to speak up for the less than the two the two situations aren't necessarily like Shay said racism gonna be racist all the time that's not going to change if we if, if there's another if there's not another black person that's killed by a black person tomorrow you're gonna have racism you're gonna have you're gonna have uh, systematic racism it's going to be there. I think I think one thing we have to do better in our community, mm -hmm. we have to get rid of the notion that snitches get stitches. We yeah. have to get we have to get rid of those type of those type yeah. of thought patterns because if 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 somebody kills um, my next door neighbor's child and if they're black and they kill their child, I should be up and if I see it, I should speak up just like I want them to speak up if somebody came and killed my child. So I think I think yeah. I think the mentality had to change within our community. And I and I can say, I mean, they, the people that are speaking up are right. We can't equate systematic racism to to crimes that happen within our communities. Crimes happen in every community. Crimes yeah. happen in white communities, Hispanic communities. Crimes happen everywhere. So we can't equate the two. Our and, black and I lives think will I, always matter. It doesn't yeah. matter what. We just have to do better at policing our policing. And, and, I, and I think that was a point we made earlier. But I, I want... Uh, Ayana, Ayana, sis, you said it, you, I, I agree with you. Speak on issues of gun violence in black communities exclusively 
and not in correlation with the issues of injustice. So I, I agree with yeah. that. Those two should not be in the same sentence or even in the same paragraph. Um, and, and I think that, but those two subjects are subjects that individually need to be addressed in our community. And 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 and, and I think though, I think one of the things I don't know if we have time to talk about that was civil justice or street justice because I think that in certain cases when you have these babies getting killed and I hate to say that uh, and people are not are not necessarily speaking to the police there 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 are individuals who will who know how to root out that that, that those perpetrators oh my goodness <laughs> and and to take that what happened and take that into their own to their own hands I yawn. <laughs> okay, she said, "I can't, I can't, I, 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 I can't pose that, Ayana." But we pray for you. We understand, we and we love you. All right, <laughs> hey, it's okay. Yeah, all right. Um, so, I, I, if I can say this, uh, it, this was a conversation that needed to be had because I mean, there, there, are people are having the this this very com- conversation, um, and so I'm glad we we dove into it, man. I'm glad we're talking about it, um, and. Yeah, man, I, I salute you, George, for jumping out there, man. And... <laughs> listen, but I, I heard I, you fall on the fall on your sword. I just I, heard you fall on your I drew, sword. I man. drew the I drew the short straw, but listen, Ayana said a good point, and I Brother, think there no straws to draw. Listen, man, come on now. Let, I let's, asked can, you can not we, to do this. Can we can we talk? Can we talk? I just think that really, realistically speaking, at the end of the day, we need to make sure that we, we that that the same energy we have, regardless of what the crime is or where it's committed, that we make sure that we, as a community. We keep each other accountable. Like I'm tired of seeing our, our, our people. And again, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I understand the data. I mean, every community, uh, the, the in terms of crime, of there are crimes of proximity that occur in those communities. So I know if you go to white communities, most crimes uh, against white people in those communities are done by with by by the people within their own communities. So I, I get that. But I'm saying though that I think that we need to be as angry. We should be as angry and as raw with anger. With, uh, when things like that happen, and we need to, to speak up as well. Um, well, I do think I do think that folk are angry. I think what it comes down to is what um, Ted. Part of it comes down to what Ted was saying. The whole culture of snitches get stitches, mm-hmm. you know, and so there are witnesses who have viewed or witnessed crimes, individuals have witnessed crimes, but for fear of their lives, uh, they don't speak. Um, or for fear of, I guess, losing street cred or for whatever reason, they don't they don't speak up. And I wanna say something, man, it, it might be even reckless to say this, um, but my issue with the whole, one of my issues with the whole black on black crimes thing and as it relates to Black Lives Matter movements is, man, where were the gangs at? You know, when all this stuff was going on, we protested, you know, where were they at? You know, um, and not that I'm talking about, like, let's just have an all-out race war, but, man, like, we see you all as being soldiers in in the streets, man. It would have been good to see them have, like, a come-to-Jesus moment. I mean, we saw this when... When 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 Nipsey was fatally shot and killed, like the gangs had like a whole ceasefire, man. They came together, they rallied around it. I don't understand how um, the loss of Black Lives, um, well, you saw in, what happened. Broad daylight doesn't unite us and have some sort of presence. We well, saw what happened. I think it was in Georgia at uh, was it Stone Mountain, 
Uh, these 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 guys. And no are, disrespect to any gang. No disrespect. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want no pressure, huh? Uh, I don't want no pressure. <laughs> <laughs> but you saw what happened in Stone Mountain. I think there 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 are segments of people who who organize and 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 they go out and they uh they they practice and. And, and exercise the Second Amendment rights, and like NFA. yeah, yeah, and, and they go out and, and they let their their this thing be known. So I get it. I I think that uh, I wonder what Dr. Hannah says. It's not just a black problem; it's a human problem. Fear of speaking yeah. up also shows up within the police force when good police mm. feel powerless to com- to confront police corruption. Man, that's deep. That's true. That's, that's true. real. That's true. That's real. And I mean, I'm. Wow, yeah, yeah. Some and things don't even need to be added upon. Let, just... You let, let, let that marinate. I'm gonna let that just sit right there. But, but while we're talking about this, there's another. You know, this past week, and I don't know if we can. I don't know how we can segue. Can we segue to? Uh, let me read this Ayana's, and let me see if I can read Ayana's real quick. There are many black organized organizations in Chicago and other cities that are protesting against the in the in group violence. In the black communities, we shouldn't depend on the media to feed us information about what our black people are doing or not doing. Very, very good. I agree. I relent. Next time, I won't bring this kind of conversation to the table. <laughs> I feel, I, I feel the wrath of Ayana. That's my sister. So, so we're good. But we're good now. Honestly, I, this is good conversation. I think it's good conversation because ha- getting the different perspectives are, are good, you know. Um, and so, very, very well put. Can we? Can we? Um, you know, I feel like I'm entangled right now. <laughs> I feel like I'm caught. I feel like I'm caught up. I feel like I'm oh, caught up. Man. Um, I don't know. Are you? Are I, you entangled? Well, in this conversation, I am. But let's let's go oh, ahead. Okay. Let's go. Let's. Can we talk about this, please? Karak kicks. Okay. Okay. Um, for those who 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 huh, have not been following, I guess they're not. I guess. Um, you know, Jada and Will, they went on Red Table Talk and, you know, and Jada says she was in an entanglement with August. My Lord. Um, and uh, this entanglement was this affair that lasted. And I'm not sure if it was necessarily initially signed off on, but at some point, um, Will knew about it. Um, and I want to say something, man. <sighs> Could it be? Could it, and I admit I'm a little bit of a conspiracy theorist at times. Could it be this is just a big publicity stunt? Now I'm not saying that the entanglement did not happen, mm-hmm. but <laughs> the time in which it was released and that all this came out. I mean, we all caught up in this. Everybody's talking about it. You know what I'm saying? And isn't August about to drop an album? Somebody told me that. Is that is that is that act is that factual? That's what I heard. I don't know. I'm, to be honest, I haven't really. I've heard about it. I've seen people talking about it. I haven't really taken time to pay attention to it too much. It could be a conspiracy theory. I, my my only thing is that Will and Jada, a long time ago, said they spoke about how they have an open marriage, that they do what they want to do in their marriage. And sometimes they don't call it marriage. They just call it a partnership. So to be surprised, I don't know why everybody's so surprised. I think maybe it's just because they you have an actual person who's saying, I was involved in their open marriage when they say it wasn't really marriage because they were it's confirmation. Each other. They, were, they were a part of divorce, blah, 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 cha, cha, cha. But I just think, I just don't know why people are surprised. These people have said it years ago that they are they are part of open marriage. They do what they want to do because it works best for them. 
So I'm I'm not surprised. I wasn't surprised when I heard about it. I think it was just it just it could be just the timing for the album. I don't know. Yeah, Crystal right. says I yes. Mean, he dropped it and he did it uh, right in time for the interview he had with uh, Angela Yee. And then you see someone say, uh, "But Will did great acting if it was staged." I mean, I'm not saying the entanglement or the affair didn't happen. I'm just and and I do think we all know Will is a great actor. Mm-hmm. Like and like it, the internet is going crazy on Will right now. Um, <laughs> black Twitter is real. If y'all did not believe, it's sliding, sliding in his DMs. Sliding in his DMs. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like Joe Shirley said, this was old news. Um, and I, I, I believe perhaps it was strategically released at at a, at an appropriate time i think red table which was already doing good but i think they probably have record numbers <laughs> um so i don't know james said i honestly you guys i understand that this is news and you guys have to talk about it i don't care for it so i'm just going to go to the bathroom during this segment <laughs> <laughs> yo james it's going to be a quick it's going to be a quick live segment it won't be too long um yeah entanglements uh desiree, desiree, desiree says a lot of people on here are entangled mm. uh yeah abercrombie um i think everyone <laughs> should mind their entangled business <laughs> will been entangled and she took it on stride now his pride is hurt so she yeah. has to address something they have gotten over over years ago um people should mind their, their own entangled business. Entangled business. <laughs> Sabrina, I, all the way from... That's what I said. I just... I, I heard people talking about it. I was like, I mean, it's not new news, man. Whatever works for their marriage. I mean... Hey. Doesn't the Bible say that, that uh, uh, marriage is holy and the bed is undefiled? I think it means with you your spouse. With your spouse. Get into a whole another topic, bro. So, so, so I want to know. I, I, so when, so when you're married and the bed well, is undefiled. Five minute timeout. What, what, what does that mean? What does that mean? What does that mean? Y'all break that down to me, theologians. All right. Um. Yeah. So we're not going. We're not going. It was never our intentions to stay on this long, but the internet is snapping with entanglement, and so uh, we wanted to 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 hint it, hint on it, man. Yeah. You know, um, this past week has been hard for us here. As you can see, we're all wearing black. It's blacked out season. We lost one of our good friends. Um, I mean, good friends. Like, rarely do you call people friends um, that are that close. It's really more well, like a brother. It's a brother. It's a brother. Yeah. And um, to see his impact on the on like the general public has just been mind-blowing to me. Because you grew up with someone and you know him. I mean, you know that person and you see him and you, you have interactions with him. And sometimes you don't realize that each person is a vessel that God puts on this earth to be light and guidance for other people. You know, they're, they're like a rock thrown into the, the pond and they have rip, ripples that, that, that are far reaching. And uh, we lost a, a wonderful person. His light was extinguished, and, uh, but his memory will live on. And so um, I don't know if these guys want to talk, but I know that in this segment, we just wanted to really honor our boy, Rodney Allen. There's a there's a uh, there's a there's a poem by Linda Ellis. It talks about the dash. I couldn't we couldn't put the entire poem there. But um, this last line was I think was deep. So when your eulogy is being read with your life actions uh, to rehash, 
Would you be proud of the things they say about you, about how you live your dash? And so you're born and then you're then you die, but then there's a dash in between. And the question is, um, yeah, uh, making that dash matter to this world. And I think I think I was talking to our good friend Wes, and he said that, you know, looking at everybody's response on Facebook, um, he said, and I laughed because he said. All this time, we thought Rodney was just ours. <laughs> mm. Yeah, we thought we thought he was ours. I mean, but the impact he had, and and I, and and it feels sort of everybody knows Rodney was to me probably the most talented pianist I we ever heard. Maybe because I maybe because I know him personally, but he was the most talented pianist I, I I knew, and I think people focus on that a lot, and that deserves to be to be focused on. But I think Rodney's greatest gift wasn't even his musician musicianship. Yeah. I think I think his greatest gift was that Rodney made everybody feel like he was they were they were he was their own. Yeah. He made everybody feel like feel like, you know, he was their best friend, they were important. I mean, I've seen story after story after story of people saying Rodney inboxing. I thought Rodney only inboxed a couple of us. Yeah. Rodney always inboxed me yeah. myself. Yeah. I thought Rodney only tested a couple of us. I thought I was Rodney special, always, man. Yeah, he always tested <laughs> about, about random stuff and they see the stories just go on Listen, and on. And on. My wife's greatest gift was his heart. Yeah, he's and pure. Given that everybody, he he, is, he was a pure soul, man. He was very pure. Let me man. tell you, my my, my wife said because we were looking and, and we've seen how a lot of people say you you would call them bishop and and, and sister evangelist or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, I thought that was what he called Sonia and I. You know, he probably yeah. called you and Vanessa the same thing. <laughs> he but, called me Kurt Franklin. <laughs> so um, I would call him uh, Hezekiah Walker. <laughs> yeah, man. He, he he was. Listen, let me in terms of talent, and let me just say this. When you have talent, it's key that you mm-hmm. just you just invest in it. When we were kids, I don't remember a time where Rodney was not on that piano. I mean, from the time we were kids, when we were playing basketball, when if we couldn't find Rodney out hanging out with the, with us at camp, he was he was on the keys. And I remember when we were kids, we used to um, do this thing where we used to ask him to do to, to to throw in some some different kind of music in in. Well, I mean, I hope we don't get in trouble for this, but the statute of limitation is gone. We would ask him to throw in music, uh, different musics, and 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 as he played in the adult pavilion, as we're teenagers, and we're saying, you know, throw in some some Mario Brothers in it, you know, and he would do that effortlessly. And and the thing about it, he was he didn't I don't know if he knew that he was engaging in 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 his first I guess exposure to music theory, but he was doing things when that no one was doing back then, and to hear him play the organ was just just it was just divine yeah. it was just divine and uh yeah man i, I want to share a story man um from my my junior camp days man i, I kind of hit hint on it on my facebook post man um first of all everybody who knows rodney knows that he he was serious about his vegan days and uh <laughs> this brother would raid the the calf like none other man um and he would come to me he got tired of breaking in the windows and and the doors and he just asked me straight up for the key to the kitchen man and i gave it to him i was like just here you go um but the story is man we were racing golf carts man um and if you've ever been to southeastern campground um you remember a time when there was no pavement in between the rows of cabins mm. and Rodney and I, we were just zooming down these rows of cam- cabins in golf carts racing in the middle of the night. 
Um, and I we got really good at this. And so I began to learn how to slide in between the cabinets and go up a rope. Like, I mean, that was pretty difficult, man. And one time I hook slid <laughs> in between the cabin. I caught a bad patch of dirt. I slid directly into the cabin. The the wheels of of, of the, the golf cart were poking out, man. The, the joint was driving like this. And I'm literally shook. I'm about I'm probably it's my junior year in college trying to make an impression. I want to get picked up. And I'm like, man, it's a wrap now. I ruined a golf cart. Opportunity. I'm, it's done. And Rodney's like, bro, why are you sweating it, man? It's going to be all right. Just blame it on the Village Boys. <laughs> and for those who don't know, the Village Boys are are the neighborhood kids. Around. And I know that's a whole other conversation. But it worked. I, I blamed it on the Village Boys. I parked the cart next to uh, the camp secretary's entrapment, office. Entrapment. Entrapment. And, uh, and, <laughs> and, uh, what, but let me tell you how God works, man. Like, he covers us, man. Grace and mercy. <laughs> The very next day, the village boys jumped the gate and and tried to steal the cart, but the uh, the gate was closed, and so they hid it behind the main pavilion's uh, air conditioner, and I, I got picked up, y'all. Rodney literally saved my ministry before I had a ministry, and that's just the type of guy he was, man. He was yeah. always thinking about um, a way to protect you and to save you. I literally do not know anybody with a bigger heart um, very, than very. this this man. Hands either. I don't know anybody with bigger hands either. Get your hands off I, me. Get your I hands about, off me. I talked about this briefly on my on my post, but my my first memory, thirty plus years ago, was walking into Ephesus. This is the first time I can remember a story about Rodney. Um, thirty plus years ago. So you, I mean, we had to be eight, some of like that. Rodney was playing for the church. He was playing with two fingers, <laughs> and he was. But they. But but the crazy part about it was that they were letting him. Hmm. And and from that, you know, something in him just grew. I mean, I have, yeah. I have so many. Rodney and I have. We we worked um a, a summer crusade up here, um, with Pastor Walden and Bob Mountain as the evangelist, um. Rodney and I began to camp meeting together, dream camp together. Rodney has stayed at my house. Um, and if any of ever slept in the same room as Rodney, <laughs> if you didn't go sleep before him, you wouldn't get yeah. That was yeah. called a hog yeah, room. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, Cutting down the just, tree. Yeah, man. It's it's just, it's hard. Um, it's hard losing somebody like Rodney. And I think a lot of us, I think a lot of us took, took, his love and his life for granted. For granted, yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. He was just—he was just always there. He was always the one, always inboxing, always texting, always calling you. And I think we took it for granted, and it, it just opened my eyes, man. That you know, every moment—I mean, every matters. person, it counts. It matters, man. And it's—I mean, it's—it's—it's—it's—it's it's, 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 it's still tough, man. It's just—it's tough to even talk about. It. I mean, just some days I'm just just riding, I just start crying because it's—it's just tough yeah, to know that yeah. somebody like. Like Rodney is gone, man. I tell, I told these guys, I tell, I tell a couple people that Rodney was that person that should have been in his late nineties when he just slipped away peacefully or something like that, man. He just, he just meant so much. His his talent was mm-hmm. one of a kind, and 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 what I think again, yeah. we talk about talent, but his best mm-hmm. attribute was his heart. He would, he would give away his talent literally for free. Mm-hmm. I mean, so many times in my ministry where I didn't have a musician. And I, he'll, I'll just say, man, I know I can't afford. He'll, man, don't worry about it. I'll, I'll do. His thing was, I'll do it for free. You're my boy. You're my boy. That was his thing, and um, that's just how it was. Like he was a real, 
good person and uh, he will be missed and uh, you know I guess I guess uh, Dr. Hannah said the best tears are a language that God understands and uh, I'm not ashamed to say that 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 you know in my life I've cried in terms of when people have died a few times when my mother passed I was inconsolable mm. and on, on this past Friday uh, I was inconsolable yeah, it's tough, man. And Friday, you get the news Friday and Saturday, you have to go and minister you have to preach. And um, yeah. for me, I, I I didn't have the the preaching responsibility this week, uh, but had to moderate and had to be in Sabbath school panel. And I'll be honest with you, one of my I guess infirmities or challenges that I I have I struggle with is grief, mourning, and staying in that moment. And so I usually run from it when I when I feel it coming i just just close the door on it and it's not healthy um yeah. it's something that i am trying to work on um and so this thing has really hit me hit me very hard um and a lot of people i had the privilege of speaking to his sister today and um she was just overwhelmed with all the love that everybody is showing mm -hmm. um towards her brother i think all of us at the end of the day are like we said are just so amazed at how many people he touched because he made you feel like you were one of the few you yeah. know yeah. um I, I still don't understand how he was able to, to communicate with so many people so many you know people. um and you know it's real because the stories the stories are, are the same consistent. it's consistent where he's telling people he's telling people i believe in. he tells me and, and that's one thing i all i i still tell right now all the time like man you have and i and I didn't know I didn't know the extent of his gift beyond music, but I just always tell him, Rodney, you have a world class gift, and I begged Rodney to go to Oakwood to go to Oakwood just because I, I knew I knew yeah. the Oakwood experience, I knew the musical yeah. experience. And Rodney said, "No, nah, I'm gonna go to Southern because I want I want to learn how to play classical. I already know how to play gospel." And when he went, when he finally got to Oakwood, I was I was thrilled. I was because I just knew that 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 his I mean, but beyond him being in that environment, I just knew that his gifts was something that that people needed to experience outside of South Florida, outside of Southeastern Conference, that people needed to experience. And man, it, it's, it's just tough, brother. I don't, I don't know how long it's going to take to get over this one, but it's, 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 it's right. really tough. Man, there were so many people that he poured into. He he helped out, man. <laughs> man, there's so many stories I wish I could share. <laughs> man. Maybe, maybe maybe we'll have time to share a story like every every day. Some, some, some stories can be shared. Detroit can be shared. Yeah, you're right. You're right about Listen, that. Man, this man was hilarious yeah. and he also cared about our ministries and whatever we had going on, man. I remember when I was pastoring um down in the land in Leesburg. I was trying to have a, a music day. Um and you know, I I know what about what his worth is. You know, what I'm saying as far as his time, his time is very valuable. Um, he plays on Saturday, he plays on Sunday, and um, I knew my church wasn't ready. They said they wanted, but I knew they weren't ready for that responsibility. <laughs> what they and said so, and what and what they knew was two different things. So I got innovative. You know, I had the church um, pay half, and then I I paid half out of my pocket. Yeah. And um, he came, man, and it wasn't about the money. It really wasn't. And honestly, the first Sabbath, he, he was scheduled to come. We had to cancel because of some other scheduling and stuff like that. And I paid him anyways. 
And so y'all individuals, we're dealing with musicians and individuals. This is how they eat, man. We got to do right by them. Um, I paid him anyways. He came back and, man, he even got a soloist from me from Orlando. He was connected everywhere. That's how he does it. He'll show up with a band when you don't even ask him to show up with a band. Like he's done he's that. Like, do you so need a drummer times. too? He's, he's like, what you need? And if he can't be there, he will. He will. He will say, Bro. "He'll tell me, AJ, I got something for you, my brother. I got, I got somebody for you. I'm gonna take care. Of you. I can't be there, but I got somebody." For you. In fact, for my wedding, he couldn't make it up to New York. He he gave me he he hooked me up with the musician for, um, for my wedding, and he played at my mother's funeral. Like this guy was just a, a, just an all around good good dude. He um. Yeah, he would. He would if if he couldn't be there, he would send someone else. One of the things I'm going to miss was that whenever I needed a go-to song for an appeal or for whatever the case was, I would text him, and he would he would give me a song, um, and it was always on point, always on point. Um, so yeah, yeah, man. We I think we I think this is a very fitting um, portion to to end on. Um, and I want shout out to to uh, Geo. Ordinarily at this time, you know we 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 well, highlight a shoe of the week. But before we go there, can, can I we text do? you. I text you. Um, I I I feel like we ordinarily we highlight a shoe of the week. Um, but this week, what Geo um, recommended um, was that man just to pay homage to our friend. Um, that we would, instead of showing a shoe, man, just share a story of how he impacted our lives, man. And I, I think for, I, there's nothing that we could do, man, um, to really completely tip our hat to this man. He was that impactful. Um, but I just think this is a very, very fitting um, way to to end the show. Um, I know we do highlight um, black entrepreneurs. Um, and so um, we let's, let's, let's highlight, we can highlight that. We'll do it real quick. Listen, this young brother here, um, his name is Woody uh, Gracia. He is the uh, COO, Director of Administration and founder of the Dickens uh, Sonomi Academy, believing in the special child. Uh, Dickens Sonomi Academy is a nonprofit exclusive private institution dedicated to helping its students work through a rigorous and meaningful academic experience while encouraging different learning styles and managing target behaviors when need be. And they actually specialize in uh, kids with behavioral problems, kids who have who are autistic, and as well as just your rounding about kids in general. Um, so we want to give them a shout out. Um, Dickens, sure. uh, Sonoma Academy.org. If you're looking for a school to send your children to in the Fort Lauderdale area, he is a good person to consider. Uh, I'm, I'm sending it back to you, uh, Kicks. Big shout out to, to, to Woody, man. Big things are going on. We want you all to take time. That information is in front of you. Write that down. Visit. Share it. Um, we wanted to make sure that we support um, black entrepreneurship on this show and in our lives. We can't just highlight it on one day. We can't just spend our money one day. But we have to continue to 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 build our economy. All right. Um, George was able to find... Um, some uh, some music of Rodney playing for those who have never heard Rodney Allen on the keys um you're getting ready to hear a little bit of that we hope that you all hang out with us and, and listen to our dear friend Rodney play us out
He's working on it. Hang in there. Rodney's sister today, she did say that that um, there's going, they're planning on doing a memorial up in Huntsville. Um, and so, for those who are in the Huntsville area, um, there's something that they are planning. Hopefully, that that happens to those of us who are up in Huntsville will be able um, to be a part of that memorial service, whether it's in person or we're able to log on and view it. You can't get it. You want to do a backup? You want to try and tell something? Let's see. Let's see how the quality sounds. Yeah, I hear that.
great Rodney Allen, man. Can we say can can we say that was a master musician? Listen, we were supposed to outro on that, but Keith Allen is on uh, Dash Rodney's older brother, and we just won. I wanted I feel impressed to just pray for him, uh, Keith. I yeah. know that as much as we feel this loss, I know that you and your family are more so uh, impacted. And um, we just want to pray God's courage, God's strength uh, on you, your mother, and your sister as you go through this moment of bereavement. So uh, I'll go ahead and pray. And if anyone else wants to pray as well, you can. Uh, but let's bow our heads. Father in heaven, uh, we're so thankful for the miracle of friendship and brotherhood. We're thankful that you allowed for one of your sons to be on assignment and unknown to us for 38 years. And we have known him and we have laughed with him. We have uh, eaten with him. We have ministered with him. We have done all kinds of activities with him. And Father, our life has been impacted for the better. And no one expected this loss on Friday. And our hearts indeed and in fact are perturbed and some of our hearts are broken never to be mended again and so father we just ask that she'll give us healing and that she'll give us peace of mind but in a very more real sense we pray for his family his brother keith is on right now and we just pray oh god that your loving hand will caress him and his family be with enica be with his mother that god you'll continue to bless them in a very special way that they, will, that they would find strength and, and comfort in knowing that God, in spite of what they are going through, your love is still real and your care for them is ever-present. Be with us now. Bless us. Encourage us, we pray. For we ask this in your name. Amen. Amen. That's it, guys. That we sign out. Y'all be blessed. Till next week. Blessings.